Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And on the Friday, September 8th episode of JLL, we had Jill Zavrin, we had Gary Brody, and we had Sha Nene Doug. So did you guys hear? Gray is the new gold. Gray is the new gold. Oh my fucking God. Gary Brody dropped that little line. That little prophet. Oh my God. It's so prolific. What? Is that the right word? If somebody's prolific, they're a prophet? Or because he prophetized? That's not really a prophet. No, he's just a little wisdom giver. (laughs) Oh my God. I need to start reading again. My vocabulary is slipping. It is slipping. But also, I truly do love that phrase, and I'm totally going to use that the next time I'm hanging out with my grandma and her sisters. Are you joking me? They're always like, Amy, I love your hair. Oh, my God, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. And I'm going to be like, I love yours, too. And they're like, Ugh, ours is just gray. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but gray's the new gold, bitches. Golden girls, bitches. You gray golden bitches. Except I'd never say that to my grandmother. She is a lady. She's a lady in the streets and a lady in the sheets. I could only imagine. But (laughs) unlike her granddaughter. Okay, so then um, let's move on to an attorney letter that Jeff got from Gage. And... Well, we were trying to get to the attorney letter, but then Gary and Bossy, they kept on interrupting. What the fuck? Like, Bossy's like, man, man, man. And Gary's like, she's looking the wires. She's looking the wires. She's getting electrocuted right now. And we're all like, shut the fuck up, Gary. We're trying to hear this letter. And Bossy, go lick your own crotch like other dogs do. Don't lick the wires. What the fuck? Not the wire hangers. I don't know. My old boss, I used to work in like flipping houses, basically kind of like a one percenters Airbnb. And he hated wire hangers and he'd be like, the wire hangers, I'm mommy dearest. And we were all like, who, who are you? And he's like, oh my God, you guys know nothing, you little fools. And we were like, yeah, but are you going to throw these wire hangers away or can we keep them? Cause we're all poor as fuck. And we'll take whatever. We love all of the um, rich people's trash is all the peasant's treasure. I loved it. Okay, so um, then Gary mentioned that they can't put Bossy down or else she might do a juicy poop. You're walking a thin ice with those puns over there, Gare. Over there, Gare, okay? And all the peanuts in that gallery snickering away. <laughs> juicy poop, juicy. No, 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 okay? Jeff promised that it's the last day of Heather McDonald talk, so I guess they're getting it out while they can, but not with that petty-ass pun. Petty-ass pun. 
<laughs> pun. So um, Jeff lets us know he got the attorney letter because he was going to have Monica Casey be Monroe's chauffeur down to Newport. And Gage's attorney was horrified that Jeff was going to make Monica Casey sit in all of that L.A. to Newport Harbor traffic and all for a 24-hour turnaround just to get Monroe back within, you know. Um, yeah, so basically no new drivers can drive Monroe. No new friends, no new drivers. Old, old only. But that's the thing. It's like the same when people's uh, employers are like, we only want people with 20,000 years of experience, but you can only be 19,000 years old to apply. And you're like, what the fuck? How does this math add up? It's just like, you gotta be able to do things for the first time to then become a regular at it. So let Monica go this time and then she will become a regular Monroe driver. Cause... Yeah, M Monica's not going anywhere, all right? Jeff has burned enough bridges for the next, I don't know, 17 years. So, yeah, let's keep Monica around for a while at least. So Jeff is paraphrasing, reading this letter out, and literally every other sentence he said, Jill, talk about a peanut gallery. She was the entire fucking planter's factory. She was just piping in every other fucking word. Like Jeff was like reading it and he is like, well, we understand that Jeffrey might utilize nannies. Jill was like, well, who doesn't use a nanny? We all love nannies. And Jeff continues, Monroe could have had stress from the drive. Jill's like, she wouldn't have had stress. We all get stress driving. It's just like, oh my God, Jill, I love you, but go lick a wire instead. <laughs> go lick a wire and distract yourself like your dog because, yeah, we just want to hear the fucking deets. So, and even Gary, he was like, look, Jeff, like, why are you fighting with Gage? Fight with Jill instead. She clearly needs attention. She's interrupting you every other second. And Jill was like, actually, I do have, if you do want a beef, like I, I did go shopping at Whole Foods before. So yeah, we stopped at the meat section and here's the thing. You said that you liked me least on Watch What Happens Live 25 years ago. And Jeff was like, oh, sorry. And Jill was like, oh my God, it's no big deal. No big deal. No, but I can't believe I even brought up such a thing, but hopefully it turns into clickbait and we get a few new followers from that because what was the point of that? What was the point of that? Come on, come on. So then they bring up Stu's recent trip to the Hamptons. I guess him and Jeff took separate New York trips on alternating weeks. Like, oh, I thought we were supposed to travel with our partner. Was it who didn't Jeff say that? Yes. Who was it? And he was like, she's your husband is cheating on you because he travels alone. And here Jeff and Stu are traveling without each other. Okay. I guess it's just a fucking free for all everywhere we go. So, and it really is a free for all for the houses in the Hamptons, the cars, everything is up for grabs. All right. So Stu stayed with Jill Zarin Except he didn't stay with Jill Zarin. Like, she rented them an Airbnb for him and Leanne Walken. Leanne Walken from Real Housewives of Dallas. What did she... She was wicked intense. She did something. She's like, I'll cut your throat with a scorpion's tail and then ate it for dinner. And you're like, what, ma'am? And she's like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and you're like, what? You're going to kill me when I'm sleeping, aren't you? And she's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> and you're like, what? And she's like, what? Wow, what a riff. Okay, so 
I'm just wondering, how does that conversation go, right? Like Stu's like, oh, Jill, I'm going to the Hamptons for your luncheon. And Jill's like, amazing. You can come and stay with me. And Stu's like, amazing. And then he gets there and Jill's like, oh, and by stay with me, I mean, I, I rented you an Airbnb. Like, shouldn't Stu, shouldn't Stu have rented one of myself? Like, who's, how does that go? Like, what do you mean? I've never said to a friend, like, you can come sleep over. I'm going to rent you the house next door. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you either sleep at my house or you rent your own house. Like there's no, I don't, I'm what Jill, why are you, you're so accommodating that you're trying to find accommodations for everybody coming to your luncheon. But like, it's not your responsibility. Stu would have come anyway. He loves a photo op at a luncheon, especially when he's sweating to death. But yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So, um, Gary's one job, Gare, Gare, was to drive Stu to the Airbnb. And so Leanne Lockin was like, I lock in the front door, but I left the back one unlockened. And um, so when Stu, get, Gary pulls up to the driveway, Stu walks in the back and is loving his new house. Um, except it was very dark, super hot, wicked hot. It was very musty. And Stu was like, trying to play um, Marco Polo with Leanne and they, he couldn't find her. And then like, suddenly it's like lady and the tramp or something. And like, they are both in their backyards at neighboring houses, like Marco Polo. And then they like end up meeting right at the shrubbery. And they're like, you were at that house. And they're like, you were at that house. No, that's actually not how Stu discovered he was at the wrong house. I don't even know how he texted Leanne and was like, come to the kitchen. And she's like, I'm in the kitchen. And he was like, this is either the start of, again, an awful horror movie, which I wouldn't put it past Leanne, or, um, yeah, you're in the wrong fucking house, Stu. You guys, I am so confused. What the fuck is going on in the Hamptons? Like, Sag Harbor, are you okay? Are you okay, sir? Are you doing all right? Do you need a break? Does the Hamptons need a vacation from itself? Because... What is happening over there? Because a few weeks ago, let I remind you, Tracy Tudor, when she was on, she told us a story about how she stole a Range Rover in the Hamptons and nobody noticed. And now Stuart O'Keefe is stealing a house? He's stealing a house and nobody notices? Again, what the fuck? Where's your security system, millionaires? You guys are shocking. You're shocking. And it's really just not great advertising for any professional criminals that are listening because we know that hooligans love Jeff Lewis preach preach so um yeah to advertise like that the Hamptons are just full of unlocked cars unlocked houses you can steal them for hours and nobody notices either one like you can get you can make a whole new life in the Hamptons for yourself steal somebody's car drive it to somebody else's house then go take somebody else's boat for a spin I don't again what the fuck is happening there I kind of want to go. I really want to go. And um, also, I love that Gary was like, yeah, Stu I might have dropped Stu off at the wrong house. But like, I'm just glad he didn't get killed because legally somebody has the right to stand their ground and shoot him if they so choose. And, <laughs> and I was like, um, Gary, did you just say that as a subtle suggestion for Jeff? Like if he ever wants to get rid of Stu, you just gave him the perfect plot drop him off at a random house with a paranoid homeowner who's ready to protect their house, stand their ground at the cost of Chef Stuart O'Keefe's life? Are we still calling him Chef? Chef Stuart O'Keefe? Does he still cook? I, I, 
Jeff, I mean, I can't imagine dating a chef that doesn't cook for me. Uh, I, but I do love that their couple name is Chef Jeff. <laughs> or Jew. Stu, I'm, don't yell at me. It's Jeff plus Stu. It's just Jew. It just is what it is. And I love it all. Okay, so then um, Jill does not love her new Mercedes that both Jill and Jeff had. I don't love that Jeff's name is Jeff right now. I wish it was Jack. Or I wish that Jill dated a Jack. Jack and Jill. If I met a couple named Jack and Jill, I would specifically hunt them down to be friends with them. <laughs> They're like, Amy, leave us alone. I'm like, no, bitch, you're my new best friend. Um, Yeah, because it's just fun to say. Let's invite Jack and Jill and then we'll all go down the hill. Um, Okay, so uh, more like our relationship will go down the hill with the amount of fucking puns I'll make. Talk about a petty ass pun. I'll be full of them. Um, a bucket full, right? D d a pail of water full. All right, I'm done. Okay, so then Jill tells us how she yells at Gary pretty much all day long. Like, even if he's not around her, he just has a constant loop of her in his own head. Like, it, you know, the Alexa, the Siri voice, anything? Like, it just sounds like, it. everything sounds like Jill to him. It's like, wah, 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 wah. Well, that's not what he said, but kind of. Um, and she was like, it's so funny that we fight all day long. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Couples like that stress me out so much. I do, the It's like passive aggressive to me. It's like you're joking, but you're kind of not joking, but you're sometimes joking. And so then it's just like, ha, ah, we're fake fighting. But like, I don't want to be around any fighting, whether it's play fighting, real fighting. Like, where is the love? Just have orgies. Don't fight. Um, but be safe if you're going to have an orgy, because that sounds actually really dangerous. <laughs> Lots of diseases. So um, Jill was like, yeah, the funniest, latest thing that Gary's doing is he keeps on saying that he wants to go for a walk. He's walking himself. He puts his own collar and his own leash on and then walks himself to go get a treat. <laughs> As in, he really just goes out hunting for food. I mean, that's fair. Come on, if you're going to walk and get fresh air, then you deserve a little something-something. Come on, I mean, you got to incentivize yourself. I, you all, I don't know any adult that hasn't grown up and still parents their own mind you know like anytime i'm in the grocery store i'm like oreos oreos chocolate cake a chocolate cake and then it's like no babe we're getting yogurt and broccoli instead okay <laughs> and you're gonna fucking like it and i do i do and i do have cake too let him eat cake let him eat cake i'll fucking eat cake so Jill was like, he does this all the time in Florida too, except he says he's going to the gym, but he's not going to the gym. He's going to eat. Gary, you're going to go eat, aren't you? And Gary's like, nah, nah, I'm pumping nine irons a day as he's like shoveling Snickers down his throat. <laughs> So um, I just want to defend Gary for a second. He honestly, he might be doing both, okay? Two things can be true. You can say you're going to the gym and you can also stop for food along the way, okay? How do I know this? Because my family will never let me down. Back in high school, my best friend came to pick me up. We were going to do an abs class at the YMCA of America. What does YMCA stand for? I don't really care. Um, But... 
She and also, mind you, mind you, at this abs class, my psychology teacher would always go. <laughs> this lovely sixty-five-year-old neurotic. Um, well, yeah, she definitely she she had a few screws, but I I don't like people with their screws all tightened in. You know, we like them a little loose. Get a little loose, girl. Not too loose. Or again, if you're gonna get real loose, then be safe. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we were going to this app class and my family just got fresh pizza delivered to the house. And I was like, yo, we fucking love to shove our faces. I'm bringing this pizza in the car with me. And I brought like four slices with me because obviously I'm not going to go eating delicious pizza and I'll offer it to my friend. What kind of friend would I be? I'd be a fucking fool. So obviously I brought her some and they were like, you're not going to the gym. You guys are going to get high. And we we're like, we don't even smoke. Like, this is actually just how much we can shovel down with our own sober mind, <laughs> our own sober stomachs. And then we did go to the ab class and it's all fine. We ate pizza and we did abs. It was, it's all right. I mean, we're not training for the Olympics. And so I just wanted to get some brownie points with my psychology teacher because I didn't always do my homework. So, yeah, it was just fun to be with her in like a vulnerable, but like she was at the gym trying to like get her workout in. Obviously she's going to give me a little leeway because I've seen her at her worst. And that was when she was doing a plank and farted in my face. No, that didn't happen. Ew, it could have though. It very much could have. Maybe I just blocked out that memory. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So then back to the Hamptons luncheon. It was for Bobby Zarin's memorial fund. RIP Bobby. Love ya. All right. It was miserably hot though, and everybody was sweating except for Jill Zarin. Why? Because she was like, oh, I had a makeup artist patting me down. No, 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 no. That wasn't the reason. She lets us know the real reason. She's a fucking wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Jilly. Uh, ew, does anybody call her Jilly? Is her real name Jillian? It must be. I don't know why. I just had like an out-of-body experience. Jillian Zarin? I don't know something about it. No, no, no. I just like Jill. I just keep it simple. Simple Jill. Hillbill Jill. No. <laughs> Jillian. Does anybody call her Jillian? I have so many more questions now. All right, but all I wanted to say is fucking lucky Jillian. Lucky, no, Jill. I'll, I'll be respectful. But she doesn't sweat? What the, what kind of sorcery is that? Okay, because I am probably uh, 60 nautical miles from the Hamptons and I have not stopped sweating since June of 1991. Like it is just, I, I even this morning, like it started at 5 a.m. this morning, reaching for my phone to turn off the alarm. That motion, it already instant sweat. Like it's just so humid, it's uh, oppressive. So yeah, Jill decided that next year she'll put out fans. What a what a novelty idea. What a novelty idea. Um or just move the entire event to Florida where it's less hot. It's less hot in New York than Florida, Florida, New York. Okay. All right. No, yeah, yeah. All right. Sure, sure. So then we spend the entire second segment talking about advertisements. <laughs> My favorite thing. It was I seriously could would have rather watched QVC because at least then I get a visual along with it. Okay, um, but yeah, we had a nice commercial for Jill Zarin rugs, Jillian Zarin rug, Jillian Zarian rugs um and then we did a commercial for snickers that went on for quite a while and circled back again and then we did a commercial for diet coke or coke flat coke 
um, slim Coke sub. Well, I don't even care. Um, but then Jameson delivered a box of Snickers that he's been hoarding under his desk. And Gary looks at the back and was like, can you believe it? It's only 250 calories. Again, they were all contributing to the advertisement. Don't think there was a sleeper in that studio. They were all trying to make that money. Um, and then they all just shoveled it down their mouth and we got to listen to chomping for a bit. It's fun. Um, but I think Jill got her advertisements confused because Gary was really going to town on the Snickers and everyone noticed that. And Jill was like, I mean, what can you say? He's loving it. And I was like, Jill, we're not adding McDonald's into this. Comer- no, no, no. We've already, we've done enough, enough. But also I do want to say, cause for Gary to be like 250 calories. I don't want to create false advertising out there. And I believe that our food nutrition education, it's abysmal. Like it is just so twisted at this point. And I feel bad because a lot of people think that they're being healthy, but they're really not. And for people obsessed with counting calories, especially my advice is Look at the ingredient list. I would much rather have less ingredients than less calories, okay? Try to have minimal, like right now, I want to see what the fuck is even in a Snickers. I haven't had one in so long. I'm looking it up right now. Snickers ingredient list. Da 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 da. All right. Milk chocolate is first. Fine. Peanuts, corn syrup. Sh- All right. So it's not the worst thing. Artificial flavor, bad. Artificial, yeah, bad. Um, It's all right. It's all right. That's not as bad as I was thinking, actually. So sure, grab a Snickers if you're hungry. <laughs> I'll grab the broccoli that I got for myself. Um, Okay. Next on JLL, we talk about Bumble. And how you can now get banned for agreeing to go on a date and not showing up. And Jill is like, fuck that. What the, well, so many things can happen. You should be allowed to ghost people every now and then. And Jameson was like, disagree. I disagree. Um, don't you think Jameson is kind of like the owl from the Tootsie Pop commercials? Like, run, I could just picture him or Doug Buden. Doug Buden should dress up as a Tootsie Pop owl for Halloween. Wait. <laughs> I don't know why. I just find that. I think that'd be hilarious. He with his like, glasses. Oh, he'd be the cutest owl. Doug, you gotta do it. You got it for the people. Do it for the people, Doug. Do it for Splash of Sass. All right. Um, yeah. So, and Jameson was like, ghosting someone's so messed up. And Jill was like, well, then that's your fault. You didn't do a good job vetting them. And you thought you met a good guy, but he was a bad guy and or bad girl, bad girl. And or bad person, bad them. And Jeff was like, yeah, but like, no, I agree with Jameson. It's awful to waste somebody's time. And Jill was like, yeah, but to get banned. What the fuck? Like she was up in arms about it. Uh, or I guess if you stop responding to somebody's messages, you can also get reported. And so Jeff was like, well, that's so awkward. Like now you have to responsibly communicate your non-interest in a person, like formally end it when you've never even met them. Like, Hey, it's not you. It's me, but it's actually you. And we've never met. So blame me if you want. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I just want to say, Jeff, they never said you have to formally end it. They never said you have to, like, responsibly communicate. You can still be irresponsible. You just have to communicate. you got to say, just go back to the days of AOL chat, AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. Ew, I just had to, like, spell that out for any of the young folks in the crowd. 
<laughs> Ew, I'm getting old too. Um, but that's a good thing, right? It's great to get old. What a privilege. What a privilege. So yeah, it's, um, you don't have to formally end it. Just say GTG bye. G- gotta go. Bye. Bye. G2G. Bye. That's a L Y L A B. Lay you like a brother, not like a boyfriend. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but for real, like as long as you say something and I agree with Bumble, I very much agree with Bumble, like, and Jameson and Jeff, like, yeah, it's, it's never what you do. It's how you do it. It's fine. If you don't want to go on a date with somebody, you fucking let them know you just communicate. Don't be a piece of shit. And if you are go find a new app to be a piece of shit on. Okay. Because Bumble has now banned, I don't know, around 2.3 million members, 95% of their population. And so Jill was like, sell the stock, sell the stock, Gary, get on the phone with the New York stock exchange and make sure we got none nothing Jill said made sense okay she was like these people on the apps they really they're not trying to waste time they're genuine they want to be there okay Jill so let's go with that logic then if Bumble is helping vet people and removing a bunch of accounts that were born Caspers they just love being a not not even Casper Casper's a friendly ghost these people are rude ass ghosts they're rags Rude ass ghost, you fucking rag. Um, yeah, so if they're going to remove the rags in order to make the app more genuine for those actually ready for a relationship, those who want from rags to Frankison, okay? <laughs> Instead of rags to riches, we're going from rude ass ghost to Frankison. That's our goal from rags to, yeah, all right. Um, but why would you sell the stock if this company is actually trying to make sure that they have people that want to be there? If anything, it shows that they're genuinely supporting their customers and the mission of finding love. Like that sounds like a company I can get behind. I love it. I love it. I love love sometimes. Um, but Jill's real solution was to give (laughs) the ghoster, whoever ghosted somebody instead of banning them from Bumble, just have an alert or something on their profile to let everybody know that they're a piece of shit. Like, (laughs) like give them a scarlet letter, a scarlet instead of an S the B for they're not like adulterers. They are, I don't want a G for ghosters. No, I want like POS just POS pops up on their profile. Let uh, they're a piece of shit. Do you accept this person as the piece of shit they are? Or do you want a piece of gray? Because gray is the new gold and all that glitters is gold, bitch. All right, I don't even know, but I just know that I want you guys to have the best fucking weekend of your fucking life. All right, I love you guys so much. Bye. Splash, 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 spl